everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. This morning in my meditation, I had a memory pop up in my mind from when I was about 16 years old. I used to drive from my house just north of Sacramento to the Bay Area to visit my sister and niece for the weekend. I had an ice blue 87 Toyota Corolla with cow print seat covers, Dave Matthews Band stickers, and peace and love decals on my back window. And of course, a leather case logic CD holder in my passenger seat, packed to the brim with mixed CDs and every ripped live Dave Matthews concert I could get my hands on. If you haven't seen the film Lady Bird yet, I highly encourage it, if for no other reason but to see what life was like for me growing up. Because screenplay writer and director and fellow Sacramentan Greta Gerwig absolutely nailed our coming-of-age era in the City of Trees. Although the moment that flashed in my memory and meditation was more of a feeling than anything else, the image was from my perspective, driving on the freeway and looking up at this dairy cow sculpture that was the halfway point marker for my drive. I was instantly filled with feelings of freedom, independence, possibility, excitement. It brought tears to my eyes. I loved those drives because not only was it my first experience of true adulthood, but in hindsight, it was so thrilling to feel empowered, yet still have such a strong trust that the unknown was going to be exciting and I couldn't wait to experience it. As you can imagine, I've been having the conversation around the unknown a lot in the last few months with clients and peers. So I've been reflecting on when the unknown goes from exciting and full of possibility to scary and uncomfortable ultimately believing there's hardly any existence of possibility. I don't really have an answer for you without knowing your individual story, but it's definitely intriguing to get curious about for yourself because it shifts for all of us at different times. The thing is, we have all of these thought systems that we buy into both as a society and as individuals, depending on what was being modeled around us. I know for me, along with many of you, the idea of having to have it all figured out by the time I left high school felt really real, and it began an internal pressure that became my norm. Proof of another thought system I bought into is I remember feeling relieved after going steady with Mike, because there was a part of me that felt peaceful about having that part of my life figured out, because the importance of being partnered again, really was a thought system that we've created in our society, and I was grateful to have checked that box. It didn't look like a thought system to me at the time. It just looked like something I had to achieve for ultimate happiness. Does this feel relatable so far? Another example that came up in a recent conversation with a friend was around a part of the mission statement from the Black Lives Matter movement that states they want to, quote, disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure, unquote. 
She felt upset and wanted input on what I thought because, to her and her beliefs, it felt like a threat to break up a family structure that she valued. My response was exactly this To me, the statement feels incredibly positive. I came from a nuclear home, but I had so many friends who came from a single parent home growing up that felt shame because they didn't come from a nuclear home. Why? Because of a cultural quote unquote norm that we all believe is the best and only way to make successful and whole humans, and their life didn't fit into or look like that. Black folks feel this especially so because there are many single-parent homes due to systemic racism, disproportionate and unjust health care services or lack thereof, policing, redlining, income inequality, jailing, etc. So to me, to disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure feels like an opportunity to create a society with no quote-unquote norms that anyone has to fulfill in order to know their worth. To no longer feel less than because their family structure didn't look like the norm. For example, wouldn't it be wonderful for a foster child to not even have the thought, I am not enough, because of their upbringing? She immediately understood and recognized how freeing it would be for children to not have their family circumstances add pressure that shouldn't exist in the first place. I'll leave you with this story. A fellow favorite teacher of mine, Mara Gleason, was sharing the other day about her 10-month-old son, Teo, and what it's been like for her to have him around inevitably as one of her greatest teachers. She shared how incredible it is to look into his eyes and see and feel that he has nothing on the present moment. There's not one thought system that has him caught up and distracted. He's wide-eyed and curious and content, and life through his eyes is full of possibility. Of course he can get upset, But it's only ever temporary. He doesn't know that it's even possible to hang on to thoughts that upset him. I don't know about you, but it's very difficult to find a depressed 10-month-old. I haven't found one myself. And that's the perfect example of who we all are under all of our layers of thought systems. Like a delicious dessert with fruit on the bottom and layers of puff pastry on top. We are the fruit. And our thought systems are the puff pastry. (laughs) Maybe that's too yummy of an example, but do you get where I'm going here? The takeaway for today that came through loud and clear after I felt the wave of beautiful emotions from the driving memory in my meditation was keep it simple. It's hard in times of confusion and unknown to remember that you're okay and that all will be okay. Those thought systems are hard at work in those moments. And sometimes it feels like you're trying to convince yourself of something that isn't true when you want to see past what you've always believed. But when you boil it down to keep it simple, for me, 
That translates to do what feels good, period. I find myself back in the feeling of possibility and excitement, the feeling that that newly independent 16-year-old Jesse was living in, the feeling that 10-month-old Teo only knows to be true about life. Dishes become easy because it feels good to put music on while I do them. Clarity on productivity for the day occurs to me easily because it feels good to start my day with a few minutes of burning Palo Santo and drinking coffee on my balcony. Keep it simple, loves. Do what feels good. You'll find that you'll slip into a delicious feeling without forcing yourself. I guess that's where the puff pastry analogy comes in. (laughs) And you'll be so surprised at what occurs to you when you do. You'll wake up to the old thought systems that you no longer want to run your life. You'll be free. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week.